What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward today with Kristen Wald. Kristen is the founder and CEO of Cotidea, an inventor of its flagship product, The Shower Sidekick, which you're going to find out about on today's amazing episode. Hey, Kristen, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. Absolutely. So, Kristen, I only touched a little bit on the intro, and I was wondering if you could share with our listeners, share a little bit about yourself and tell a little bit of your career journey. Okay. So my journey has been anything but traditional. Um, So I went to University of Wisconsin-Madison. I studied medical microbiology and immunology. Um, Yes. I was also in a sorority, uh, performed in musicals, and had a part-time job. Um, And so during all of that, um, I was you know, the real beginning of the shower sidekick, my invention journey began in college. So when I was in the dorm showers, realized it was incredibly frustrating to shave my legs. There was nowhere to put my foot. I put my foot up on the wall, slid down, bend over water in my face and sitting on the floor is not an option. Um, <laughs> cause that's just gross. Right. So, um, I came home for winter break and this idea popped into my head and I drew it on a napkin, which looking back is so cliche. Um, the fact I couldn't find paper is hysterical. Yeah. That's um, too funny. Yeah. And then, you know, um, and basically went to a plastic fabricator invented the product, uh, had two different prototypes made. Um, the first one snapped in half, which was devastating. Um, mm. and so brought it back to my sorority house, um, had a secret market study with the girls for a semester and they absolutely loved it. Wow. And then, um, you know, at that point I just realized that I was, I think 19 years old. I had no financial resources to patent it. I had no idea what manufacturing looked like. So I kind of just hid the product under my bed and kind of called it a day. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, uh, well Kristen, yeah. I got to ask you, I mean, so was this in your background? I mean, did you grow up, uh, you know, building stuff? I mean, I'm really curious because what you've done is so cool. It's so innovative. And I, I just love this story. I mean, what so many people come up with ideas, especially when you're in college, because that is the time where you pretty much see the uh, efficiencies or inefficiencies of living, you know, in a dorm for the first time. I mean, what really pushed you to, to take this idea that you jotted down on a napkin and take it to that next level? Um, you know, when I was a child, my favorite book of all time was On Beyond Zebra by Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. And the book is all about going beyond what we're told, going mm. beyond zebra. So what comes after Z? Um, and the fact that I literally memorized that book cover to cover and would recite it along with my dad growing up, I think I just kind of ho- always had this idea that, you know, if it ain't broke, there's probably still a better way. Yes. The, the better and- mousetrap. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, well, even if it isn't broken, there's got to be a more efficient, more effective way to do what we're doing. So I've kind of always thought that way. And as a child, um, I kind of have entrepreneur blood in me. My mom and dad are both entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But um, as a child, most people had lemonade stands. And right. I just thought that was, well, too many people do that. There's got to be something <laughs> better. So I went and created a candy cane stand during the holidays. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, I got some startup money from my parents, which I had to pay back in full from Mm -hmm. my profits, um, set up at the most profitable corner I could find and sold candy canes for the holiday season and did really well. And 
I think that was kind of the beginning of my journey as, you know, if, if there's another idea, go try it. Like yeah. worst case scenario, it doesn't work, which is, you know, very upsetting. But at the same time, it's, it is what it is. You got to go out there and do it. So I think from a young age, I've kind of always had that, that idea. Um, so yeah, I think that's, you know, and then on top of that with the shower sidekick, I do have a lot of support with family. Um, they do believe in kind of going after your dreams and, um, doing your best in all aspects. So, you know, my dad always had a motto that, um, follow your passion and the money will come. Yes. I love that. And that is so, it is so true, Kristen. And so I've got to ask you, so you have this idea, you've taken it to the next level. So where did, where did this become, or when did this become Cotidea? I mean, your full-time vocation, a company, as, as, as it says on the website, dedicated to providing quality products that solve women's everyday problems. So was this something that sparked once you inv- you had the prototype for the shower sidekick or is this something that evolved um, as you were going through your college journey? Yes. So the shower sidekick. Um, so let me go take a couple steps back. So in after college, I went into strategy consulting mm-hmm. and uh, I did that for four years, focusing on business process reengineering for mid-sized Japanese pharmaceutical companies. Um, and then during that process, uh, I felt like my soul was starving. Um, so that's when I took a leave of absence and I ended up pursuing the shower sidekick again. And this was at about age 24. And I, through that process of trying to find manufacturing, um, which was incredibly frustrating, uh, being a, you know, solo female inventor trying to contact manufacturers everywhere, um, was very difficult. Um, and then on top of that, um, I, I mean, basically I had idea, you know, QVC was interested and all these places were interested in the product. All I had to get was manufacturing and then the manufacturing didn't happen and they wanted me Mm. to buy 30,000 units. So that was a hundred grand. I didn't have. Um, so basically everything I had built fell apart. Um, And it was really devastating. You know, I I do say that this product, it's been a 12 year journey and it's broken my heart more than once. Mm. Um, and you know, I, after that I signed a licensing agreement, um, actually kind of a funny story. I took it to the international houseware show in Chicago and I was hired as an Italian model for a espresso company. And (laughs) you um, really have had an interesting journey, Kristen. I mean, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's bizarre. And then during my breaks, I switched badges and took my product out of my purse and wandered around and tried to get a licensing deal. I I absolutely love it. Well, Kristen, I mean, that actually leads perfectly into our next question. So, I mean, and it, it sounds like, as you said, this product is your passion, it's your purpose, but at the same time, it's also broken your heart a couple of times. So I was wondering if you could share with our listeners a time where it really just all seemed like it fell apart, that big setback, that huge kind of roadblock, and you felt like, whoa, this this might be the end. Um, I will say that uh, having the manufacturing fall through um, was pretty devastating because that's when pretty much every deal that I had kind of locked up wasn't able to happen. Um, And then the second big setback was I signed a licensing agreement with a company and um, I set milestones that had to be met in that agreement. Um, Took three months of negotiation and I kind of thought, well, this is my ticket. You know, this is my Mm -hmm. checks in the mail. 
And uh, I had to cancel that licensing agreement two and a half years in because nothing happened with the product. Wow. Um, and so then I, and I also had, um, my patent didn't go through multiple times. So my, about two and a half years ago, my patent finally went through and I just started weeping like an ugly oh crying. Gosh. Wow. Um, because after so many kind of rejections and setbacks, the patent went through, uh, I canceled the licensing agreement and here I am back at square one with the product now patented and have to start oh, over. Congratulations. I think that is awesome. I mean, just the fact that you've stuck with it. And was there a moment where, when that light bulb went off, when it all just sort of clicked or aligned for you? Was it when, when you got the patent approval? Was it before that? I mean, what kind of kept you, what kept you going? What kept you, you know, just facing these setbacks, facing these problems with getting a manufacturer, getting the light and then the licensing deal? What really kept you going? Um, I really believe in kind of, for lack of a better term, divine inspiration, like that moment that just clicks, you get that vision, you get that idea. And I really cherish those moments. Um, I try to harness those moments with meditation and, um, all of that. So for me, this vision was so clear at age Mm. 19 that, and also the primary purpose of the product is helping women. Yeah. So for me, it just aligns so strongly with what I believe with women helping women, um, which I believed for a long time, even when I was in corporate America, I was on a lot of women panels, um, uh, and even talking to young women in science, talking to young women in business. Um, so for me, the primary purpose, women helping women, this product helps women. And it came to me so clearly and on top of that, it's, there's been a series of miracles that just keep showing up at that moment that I'm about to quit. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a, a professor showing up that wants to use my product as a patent of the semester. Wow. Um, you know, that came out of nowhere and was such an incredible moment. I, I, I am still forever grateful to him. Um, and then people believing me when I stopped believing in myself. You know, my fiance, he believes in the product. And when I was about to give up on it again, he said, just give it another shot. Mm. Um, my, my mom always says, see it through to its logical conclusion. Mm. And, for me, and for me, there hasn't been a conclusion yet. There just keeps, yeah. every time I'm ready to give up, something <laughs> re-triggers it. And actually, I was just telling someone yesterday, I thought this thing was a blessing, but sometimes it really does feel like a curse. Yeah. So there is that mixed feeling between the two. Yeah. And moving forward, listeners, I mean, Kristen's story has really embodied what it's all about. Whether you're pursuing a career, we're pursuing an enterprise, it has to be that thing that won't let you go. It's the thing that no matter what, even if you face those difficult times, it just keeps tugging at you. It just will not let go. And Kristen, your story so beautifully encapsulates that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Well, Kristen, are you ready for the Knowledge Burst session? Let's do it. Yeah, this is where our guests share three resources and tips that can really help our listeners move the needle. So I'm excited to ask you, as someone who has done so much, who has had such an interesting career journey, can you recommend for our listeners a resource? And it can be a favorite movie, book, song. I know you mentioned the the Dr. Seuss book. That's a great one. Or I'm going to add to this a cultural experience that inspired you to keep moving forward. You know, um, it's funny because my real goal with Cotidea is to be Joy, like Joy Mangano of the Millennials. Mm -hmm. And so the movie Joy, I wouldn't watch it. 
I really wouldn't watch it. Um, people kept asking me to watch it and I wouldn't. And then finally on a plane flight to Hong Kong to go visit the factory, I watched it and it was painful, but there was something about it that was, that just, you know, just go to just keep moving forward. So I would say the movie joy was a big moment for me, um, of empowerment. Uh, and then just, it, it totally triggered that same feeling of, I want to be joy of the millennials, create useful products for the everyday woman. That's awesome. And Kristen recommend if you have one, do you have a favorite app website or resource? And a resource can be an online tool, an app, or it can be something as simple as your calendar or your to-do list. Or I'm going to add to this a productivity practice that has proven to be a real game changer for you. Yes. Um, I really enjoy both Slack and Basecamp. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with Slack, but can you explain to our listeners Basecamp? So Basecamp is basically a project management um, application software that you can use to track um, conversations, action items, um, messages, everything that has to do with projects, and you can break it down into particular projects. So for every product I've invented, I have a separate project, and within that, I have every conversation I've had for that particular project, action items. You can assign action items. It's really valuable. Oh, that's great. And for our listeners who may not be familiar, can you give a little overview of Slack? I know it's a great communication tool. It's cut down emails for so many organizations. So share with our listeners how, how you use that in your organization. Um, so there's a lot of kind of ad hoc conversations um, where we're not all sitting at email necessarily or it doesn't need to be a full email. So it's both, it's mostly just texting. It feels very similar to texting, you can create private conversations with just a few people. So for example, if I'm just having a marketing conversation, I can just bring in my marketing people and we have this fantastic back and forth, almost texting conversation versus having to go back and forth in email. It just has been incredibly efficient. You can also share documents. You can share, um, images. Uh, it's, it's been, it's been a really fun tool for, uh, for me with just bringing in people from all over the country on one conversation. Oh, that's fantastic. And Kristen, I'm excited to ask you this as someone who has persevered, who has gone through so many challenges, both with your product and, and just seeing it through, how do you recharge your batteries or reboot when you feel like you're just up against the wall where you're hitting that roadblock? I have a team. You know, um, my team is my kind of my everything. Um, I have everything from a hypnotherapist. I have soul led friendships. I reach out to them regularly. Anyone that is heart led, soul led, I reach out to constantly. I have an incredibly wise mother. Um, and I have a new puppy that keeps me present. (laughs) Yeah. That's a full-time job in and of itself, but, um, she really keeps me present and, uh, she makes me laugh. And then there's another piece of my puzzle where I have this thing called, I, I call it a prayer chair. Mm-hmm. And it's this really cozy chair in the, in the corner of our living room. And I have inspiration boards behind it. Oh, wow. And I leave time for meditation, journaling, having conversations with the universe, which, you know, even those conversations can just start what up universe and just start that conversation um, and allow ideas to flow, visions to flow, all of those kinds of things. That's fantastic. Those are really fantastic knowledge bursts, Chris. And thank you so much for sharing those with our listeners. No problem. Anything to help. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. 
You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Kristen, we're going to do a little time travel right now. So we're going to step into that DeLorean that Doc Brown invented and Back to the Future. And I'd like you to go back maybe five or 10 years. What is one lesson, tip, or piece of advice that you would give to your past self that you wish you would have known then? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm. I was trying to do the product all on my own. Um, And I was scrappy and fierce, um, but lonely in that way where there were definitely aspects that I didn't have internally that I just didn't have the skills or the knowledge. And looking back, I wish I had more of a team back then. Yeah. And what do you think past Kristen would have said to today's Kristen at that hearing that advice? I got it. <laughs> That's awesome. You was so, definitely so, 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 so scrappy. So the scrappy, you know, young younger version of yourself wouldn't have been like, wait a minute, I can do this all myself. Would past Kristen have kind of been receptive to that? You know, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I probably desperately wanted help, but at the same time, mm. I really came from a background where, you know, you just figure it out. You right. get it done. Um so I think I had to learn the hard way of hitting two pretty gnarly brick walls in order to start reaching out and and knowing that I needed help. Yeah. And moving forward, listeners, such a valuable lesson, whether it's in your career or whether you're starting a business, especially if you're on the entrepreneurial track, ask for help. And during the Knowledge Burst session, you heard it. Kristen values the people around her, her team, and also the people who she connects with heart and soul. And I just, I love that piece of advice. Well, Kristen, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about the great work that you're doing? Well, um, you can find um, we, you can find us at www.cotadea.com. Um, you can also reach out to me personally. I really enjoy connecting with fellow inventors, entrepreneurs um, at kristenwald at cotadea.com. Um, and then also we are found on Instagram at Shower Sidekick and Twitter and Facebook at the same handles. Oh, that's fantastic. And Kristen, I've got to ask you, Cotadea, it's such a unique name, such a great name. How did you come up with it? So Cotadea translates to daily goddess in Latin. Mm. Um, so for me, it's all about, our products are all about treasuring that goddess that you are every single day, not just when you're walking the red carpet, but when you are shaving your legs, when you're bright orange, leaving a spray tan, like acknowledging that no matter where you are, that goddess energy comes from within and you it's innate. You're born with it. Oh, fantastic. And Kristen, I'm going to conclude by having you share with our listeners. And this is an experiment that I've been doing in January with our our guests in 2017. It's been kind of a fun experiment. But using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you pass on to Moving Forward listeners? It's hard. Keep going. It's hard. Keep going. I absolutely love it. Well, Kristen, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us, to share your journey and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity. And remember, Moving Forward listeners, check out Kristen's amazing story at BeMovingForward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. 
Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.